of that, if control gets solved, then you can have affection and closeness. That's Only the, if you have that the control issue solved. So just imagine driving across the country. Welcome back to the Homeschooling Made Easy podcast. We are your hosts. Dr. Fred Ray Librand is the creator of the independent homeschool website, courses, and YouTube channel. My name is Karen, and I am a current homeschooling mom of six children with a homeschooling YouTube channel called Our House. Welcome. If you would like to submit your questions to be featured on a future show, please email them to homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com. In today's episode, we have sort of a, a general topic here. Somebody did write this in and ask. This is a big one, how to handle conflict resolution with young children. And I, I know we were talking about this, her and I. She was thinking about your some of the things you've said in earlier YouTube videos and episodes, how when you had two of your older kids not getting along, you'd make them each write an essay to see who was right. You know, you were trying to either make lawyers out of them. Or do you remember these stories you've told? But she wants to know, what do you do with young children who can't, you can't just assign writing a paper to? How would you handle conflict resolution? Yeah, so, and, and you need to go back and find the video because yes, I, I wouldn't necessarily recommend writing essays for everybody. It was unique <laughs> to these kids and I set up a plan yes. for them. Um, so, yeah, so for younger kids, um, I mean, you got to think through what's going on with conflict. So help me out with this. So think about your kids and g give me an example of when they're young, a young thing that happens when they're conflicting. What's, what's going on? What's the story? Maybe they're playing together and one wants to go a certain direction with whatever they're playing, acting out, pretending the other one doesn't, then they get upset or sharing rooms that often can sometimes lead to conflict, picking up their side, their toys. Um, I think it always comes down to pride, right? Somebody's being prideful maybe or stubborn. Um, the other one's trying to take them down a notch, but that's what I can think of. That's fair. So, so what's going on is the way you describe it, and I think that's really good, is you have a person who wants what they want mm -hmm. and another one who wants what they want. Right. And they don't match. Yes. Because they both want the same thing, they're fine. So, so we've got two people who are self-absorbed. Now, I would broaden your view. I think arrogance is right. Uh, is one half of the explanation. The other is fear. Like, I can't really tell when people are arrogant. Sometimes they're just scared. It's kind of like dogs biting. They Some bite because they're aggressive. Some bite because they're scared. It's a different dynamic. And we can, because of arrogance or because of fear, either way, behave in ways that look similar. Mm -hmm. So a child can really be self-obsessed because they're scared about something uh, and they want their way. Um, so, so you can play with that, but, but yes. the, you know, you know, we're, you're dealing with two people that want what they want. They think their way is the right way to do it. And so what we teach them to do are things like share, right? Mm -hmm. And, and, and the trick is actually getting in their mind. The reason they, they're doing this is they're thinking not a thought through process, but their brain's doing this, that life is going to be better if I get my way and or going to be worse if I don't get my way. So that's what's going on. And so what yes. we do as parents, because 
we understand the story. We have advantages. We know things like sound travels, you know, so they don't. So when they're in the kitchen getting a cookie jar out when they're not supposed to or something, we hear it. They don't know it works that way. They have to learn. So here we are as parents knowing this, and we can say, how do we set the game up so that what we want and their cooperation on conflict is going to make sense is what they want to strive towards? Because it doesn't right there. That we want to set up the game in some way that your life's going to be better by learning to cooperate with this person, not conflicting, than uh, by ignoring it. So Jody first taught me this um, with little kids, and she did it just over and over and over. They'd be playing with something. I was trying to pick up something to be an example. Let's say the phone. Okay. Uh, so they're they're sitting here fighting over. Um, uh, they're fighting over the phone, or they're fighting over a toy, and she'll just pick it up. She'll say, oh, obviously you all aren't old enough to play with that, and she'll take it and put it on a top shelf. Mm -hmm. So that one's out of the way. And she might do that several times, but I've watched her do this with young kids over and over again in a little bit. No, you take it. No, you take it, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't want to lose it because right. they're getting the idea that, their life's better sharing that toy than not having it at all, that kind of right. thing. And so the more you understand that human behavior is really about something they're scared of, so they're kind of moving away, you know, uh, or moving toward something they want, and you've got two people, and what you're trying to do is figure out with them, how do we get them to team up that their life's better when they cooperate than when they fight? And then yes. to, to figure that out, you just need individual, um, you need individual, you need two things. You need individual situations. Yes. And then you need, have I ever mentioned this book to you? Yes. <laughs> A classic. Yeah. So, yeah, so in here, there are these four magic questions. Yes. So... Let's try them on for size. What do I see? So you can fighting. get a situation where I see the kids fighting. What do I want to see? I want them cooperating. How am I encouraging what I see? Hmm, you're going to have to pay attention. Probably by lecturing or choosing sides, something like that. Or negotiating. Will you explain your view? You explain this. No, we share. No, this, this, this. And you, you can do it wrong. I mean, in my opinion, you can do it wrong many different ways. You right. can take it from one and give it to the other. And you're modeling. You always have to yield to somebody. You know, you can never have anything of your own. Or you can get onto the other one of don't take it away. I mean, there are all kinds of ways to do this. But when you're thinking through how am I encouraging it? How am I helping this game perpetuate? Uh, it's going to come down to, I don't know, we'd need a situation, but it'd be, are you lecturing? Are you just talking to them? You know, my mother used to like to give us a lecture about how selfish we were. And, you know, my it would upset my, we, she would say, my parents would give me a talking to and it upset me more than a spanking. And she'd leave and we're supposed to sit there and talk about it. And my sister and I would just die laughing that we got out of the spanking <laughs> back in the day, you know? None of that yeah. was happening. So how am I encouraging what I see? And then how can I encourage what I want to see and discourage all else? 
So, so give me a, let, let's take a live example, you know, a hypothetical, not hypothetical. Let's take one you know about, you've seen of a friend or your own life, just a situation that's really a situation, not just made up. Okay. I don't know if this is really younger. I'm thinking about teens. I could, I could think more about conflicts with teens than younger kids. Younger kids is pretty basic, like you said, sharing, fighting over a toy. Um, but thinking Taking about turns, you know, you do that with turns, turns. it's your turn. Your, and most kids will get that, you know, but, but conflict, I guess you need to understand that conflict happens is normal. It's just a thing because they're two different people. How could it not happen? Um, if it persists and escalates with young kids, then you, they're not learning the lessons about sharing, taking turns or whatever else. They've got something else going on and, and you want to address it. Right. And I mean, as adults, we obviously have some discretion, some, you know, we know when things are appropriate or not. Like we know how to behave, right? But kids, they're learning that. They don't know it still. So right. it's all about Well, them we hope we me. know how to behave. <laughs> That's the goal, but maybe it's, uh, they didn't learn it as kids and then. Um, Got to learn it sometime. So, so give, give me a teen situation, or let's throw one out there and let's just think about it. So with young kids dealing with conflict, you want to start with not being surprised that there's conflict. And then you want to teach them the basic social skills of what's going on. Maybe to realize there we can take turns. Uh, you know, maybe it is learning how you don't take things from people you ask, learning about what sharing is. Um, so, you know, those are really the basic kindergarten lessons, but they've got to be done over and over again in different contexts for them to learn them. You know, right. just yes. because they learn they have to share with Sally, that doesn't mean anything when Johnny comes over. He's got to relearn it. Similar to dogs. Dogs can learn not to jump on you, but somebody else visits, they've got to learn to not jump on that person too. Or if you train them to heal in your neighborhood, uh, the dog trainers say you got to take them now. You got to go to a mall parking lot and teach them to heal because it's a different environment, or a dog park and teach them to heal. It's a different environment, and so they have to replicate the lessons in other places. And kids, I'm not saying they're dogs, but they function much more at that level. They're not at abstract thought. They're reaction, condition, response stuff, and you just have to take them through different experiences with different people so they learn the lessons of sharing and waiting their turn and asking nicely, right? Right, exactly. Now, teens, what's your teen? Yeah, so example? let's say, for example, there's um, a, maybe slightly, maybe a year younger uh, sister. Let's take a little pause from the show and talk about one of our sponsors, independenthomeschool.com. Independenthomeschool.com is a one-stop shop for homeschoolers created by Dr. Fred Lybrand. There you can find more information on his very popular courses such as the writing course, mastering emotions, mastering reading comprehension, and the ultimate how to homeschool in 30 minutes a day system. As a longtime member and having gone through all the courses myself, I can tell you that this is truly priceless when it comes to your home life and creating sustainable homeschooling. 
For more information, make sure that you click on the link in the show notes. And now let's get back to the show. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and things can certainly build up. So in, um, one of the things that um, with human beings that you can make sense of is this uh, thing that comes from a test called the FIRO B. And I'm not worried about the test. It's a relationship test but they're measuring based on a model, and I really like the model. And the model spells out the letters I, C, and A. Have I ever mentioned this to you? I'll no, never. This. So, inclusion, control, and affection. So, inclusion, inclusion, control, and affection. And the way this works is, in a relationship, you're either in or out of the relationship. You gotta first decide, are you in, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if your husband said you want to go on a date and you said no, not in. Want to get married? No, not in. We don't, we're not even to the next step for closeness. The next step is control. And every relationship has to sort out control issues. Who's on top? Who's going to lead? And it can vary with areas. But there's always going to be who's going to be the primary initiator and the responder or helper or supporter. It's just always going to be that way. If you get two people who will not uh, yield any control to the other one. It's just war. They're running for president of some country in South America. That's what's going on. Um, So, you know, the Cadillo, I'm I'm El President. They have a, it's a cultural thing that, you know, if I lose the election, then I have to kill you for winning. Yes. So it's, uh, I mean, it's documented. So there's um, the, the control game. And then inside of that, if control gets solved, then you can have affection and closeness. That's Only the, if you have that The control out. issue solved. So just imagine driving across the country. Well, you're gonna drive in a car, and you and another person, and who's gonna be the main driver? If you don't solve that, you're gonna fight the whole way. Or do you even wanna be in the car? But if you can have a main driver and a backup driver, and you got that control issue settled, or who's the main driver, mm-hmm. then, you can have a peaceful drive, basically. Right. That's the, the nature of the game. So if you, if you understand this principle, you know, we inside of Christianity, uh, at least my understanding of it, it'd be a very similar thing. So inclusion is you come to faith, so you're in relationship, adopted as a child of God, and then control who's going to run your life, God or you. You get that settled and say, okay, I'm going to let God run it. And then you have closeness with him relationally. That's the way the game goes. So I'd say it's going to be a similar thing with these two girls. So so we're in relationship because they're sisters. You know, they've agreed to right. stay in the house till they grow, you know, get old enough. But then there's a control game in play. So, and you can hear it, you know, one's trying to control, avoid a bad result of, you you look like, you know, yes. You're, are you growing dreads? That's not really what we do in our family, right? Yes. Yeah, dreadlocks. And so um, we we've got that Miss Bossy Pants, uh, a good person up to no good who sees some harm going out in the future and has figured out that if she doesn't say something, this little girl, her sister, is going to damage the family reputation, her own self, and look like somebody that's on the street. And that's just not where we live. Something mm-hmm. like that. I'm making yes. it up. Um, <laughs> sort of making it up. And then, and then the other one has a control issue. 
about um, uh, being the oldest, not being well, being told what to do. The younger, right. yeah. Well, who are you? You're not my mama. You're not my mama. And so, who are you to be in charge of me and telling me and criticizing? And uh, I, I want to select information. You know, if I want to be criticized, uh, I'll ask for it or something like that. So, so you can tell there's a control issue in play, and that's going to interfere with their closeness. Yes. So, if you can reward them, then layering these two things to say, what do I want to see? I, you know, I, or what do I see? I see this conflict. What do I want to see? Uh, I want to see them resolving this stuff themselves and having some mutual respect, you know, sorting out the control issue, let's say. Well, how am I encouraging what I see? And then we'd have to find this mother and find out what she's doing. And she could be leaving it alone or she'd nag in or she tells them both, you know, your sister only means good. And then she tells the other one, he says, you know, it can feel bossy if you're just telling them. And you give them a little perspective, a little, little nag shame session, you know, something like that. And, uh, yeah. And then, um, and so that actually rewards the process because they're getting some special attention from mom. They hear something, but they feel somewhat justified and they might want to be more noble, but they've just heard from you that, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Oh, good. Then it's okay for me to do it, you know? So, right. and I'm over psychologizing and I don't know the story and I want to confess that, but with what I can work with, that's fair. So yes. then how can I discourage what I want to see and encourage everything else? So the, the way I would do that, uh, or a way to do it, is I want to, you know, I want to, I, I'd probably go into a game of, you know, I don't, we're not going to do this anymore. Mm -hmm. This is going to go away. And it's either going to go away painfully or painlessly, and that's going to be up to y'all. But it's going to go away. You know, y'all, when you get out a house and grown sisters, y'all can just call each other on the phone and gripe all the time and tell what you do and don't do that. You're not my mommy. You're not this, but you look like a pig. And maybe a little bit of about. You know, y'all can just yeah. load it up later. But we're not doing it now. We've got too many other things to do, and we just don't need that kind of pain or energy leak in our home. Right? right. So, so you lay that out and say, here's what we've got to do is y'all got a little control battle going on. And... One piece of control is I want to be able to share things with my sister that I'm concerned about because I'm a little older and I'm cheering for her and whatever else, and I have some good advice to share. And the other is I don't want to be, um, you know, led by Miss Bossy Pants. Bad enough with mother, you know. Don't need two mothers, right? Yeah. And so we're gonna we're gonna solve this by figuring out a way to figure out to solve the control, and, I, and I'd do it, I think it's kind of obvious. I'd say, um, uh, in giving advice, you've got to learn to ask for permission. Like, she needs to learn to say, are you open to a suggestion? You know, like, do you want to know if there's something on your face? Spaghetti <laughs> or something. You don't have to say it that way, but can yeah. I share with you? And the other one can say yes or no. And when they, and they'll commonly surprise you, they'll say, eventually they'll start saying, yeah. Because they feel respected enough, they're still in control about whether they want to hear it. And when they say, okay, you can tell me, then they can, they'll have a decent con uh, conversation. 
The, the other thing I would say you want to encourage them to do is to resolve these things completely, you know, to really sit down and solve it. And the way I would do that is I'd probably make them go off and solve this little hairbrush issue and talk it through and understand it and come back and then debrief you. Because for no other reason, then that takes time and energy and a hassle. And if you keep doing that, they're going to start dropping things like crazy because we don't want to go through the resolve the story issue with mom because she's not involved with it. She's not rewarding us. She's saying, y'all go solve it and bring me back a report. You know? Yes. And I'm just making up an example. But, you know, that kind of thing. And, and, the, and, the, and then if you want to throw in a really cool thing is, you know, what I've kind of done. If y'all pull off a week of solving all these and not having any of these, you're both getting banana splits or something they like. You know, oh, half a day yeah. off school. Rewarding what you want to see, the behavior yeah. you want to see. Right? But empowering them, just a reward for them solving it. Yes. Right. So, like so what you're doing is you're aligning them to team up towards unity, and the payoff is in unity, not in the conflict. Well, you know, I'm really glad you said that because I always thought, you know, the, the best way to bring two people closer together is to work on something together, work on a project. People, you're close with your coworkers and marriage. So I'm thinking maybe they just need to do more projects together, but that's the thing that's missing. If you don't solve that control dynamic in the relationship first, it's still just going to be. Right. So I had, I had four boys that would do projects, or I have five kids. Laura would help too. So and we, we in our, in our, there was different roles and things depending on what you physically could do, you know. So I was mm -hmm. thinking of out, outdoor moving big stones and stuff. So if I did that and I had a project like with the older three that were doing that, uh, I would put one of them in charge. Not always the same one. But I found that if two people are in charge, nobody's in charge, and there'd be this mm -hmm. conflict thing. But if somebody could be in charge of it, here's what I'm going to do, and they, you know, if they don't like what that person's doing, they can call me. No problem. But I need somebody. I was solving the control issue is what I was doing. Because I didn't want three people. I didn't want Mo and Larry and Curly yeah. sitting there arguing with, you know, beep, 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 boop, 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 you know, who's in charge <laughs> here and who's not. And, you know, right. I, I didn't need that because it'd lead to conflict. And if I would settle the control issue, it was fine, you know, or fine enough. And so I think bringing that in for their closeness, you're going to find that, you know, that it's an older sister that's trying to give you some good advice but it can work the other way too the younger sister can give good advice too and she too probably wants to ask are you open could i share something that i see that might help you you know yes that i like that that's yeah. that's so do you think that could happen with younger kids as well that you have to kind of think about that dynamic of control well to some degree you're doing that because you're teaching a child for example you want to teach them, may I play with your whatever toy, yeah. My little pony or whatever, I don't know what are toys, you know. Yes. My, your little, yeah, may I play with that? And then they can say yes or no, it's theirs, you know, so they have some ownership and have their own stuff, you know, it's not a commune. Right. Uh, or socialist country. Um, so you're, you're actually teaching them that right there. So when they ask permission instead of just take it, Yes. Because then there's a control game. You took my thing, you know. 
and mm-hmm. I wanted your thing and blah, 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 blah. so there we are um, so you're you're doing that but it's a little more mechanical with them so it's teaching them to ask mechanically externally it's a habit eventually it's going to get in their soul you te- you do discipline outside eventually they become self-discipline it gets internalized but it doesn't start there they do it because they have to do it and eventually you know they have to read but eventually they want to read yes that's the way the game goes you know well i thought that was a great episode and this whole thought of you can't really have that closeness until you settle the control dynamic is pretty big and you can apply that to so many areas of life just parent children conflicts a lot of times marriage marriage is the big one (laughs) yes marriage yes having that settled that who's the boss and and then you can have that closeness yeah that's a really great thought well and, and if you in your marriage i'll tell you a little trick if you'll if you are not the one that is on top like one of them's just i mean jody and i does it has it may have something to do with male female don't even worry about that jody's much quieter much nicer much more agreeable she's much sweeter i'm much tougher i'm much more opinionated it's just this is a thing okay so you know what we came up with years ago that she does and the kids even would do this because it's the same thing with the kids you know when they're in the home it's not like they're going yeah i'm going to summer camp and you're paying for it boyfriend you know (laughs) like yeah that ain't happening I, i guarantee you under any scenario on the planet if i'm led by the spirit or not that ain't happen it's nothing like that's going to happen so what what they learned to do <clears throat> i told them this was to go to them there's a way to initiate without taking control <clears throat> and here's how you do it okay. unless you have an objection i'm going to blah 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 yes so like unless you have an objection i'm going to say let i'll pick on you let's pretend your husband is involved in uh, financial decisions uh, involving the kids and you know that let's say he works and he provides and he's the one doing it and so he's going to have to be engaged well if you go to him uh, and say what do you think about the kids taking swim lessons well that'd be invite invitation for critical stuff if you said what do you think what's your advice on the kids taking it well then you get an advice game Now let's take a little pause on the show and talk about how Homeschooling Made Easy is sponsored by the Modern League of Teacher Mothers. This like-minded homeschooling membership site is committed to laying a strong foundation. By going back to the basics, children not only thrive, but it gives parents freedom and time to focus on their younger children and other responsibilities. You will have access to video courses, monthly training, live support, and much more. Visit sustainablehomeschooling.com slash schoolhouse for more information. Now let's get back to the show. Thing And it has this other piece to it that would be great. Or maybe I didn't tell you, but we, we've got to replace the engine in the car. So swim, paying for that's not a good thing right now. I don't know. But he might say, not yet. You know, or you might get other things. But there's, mm-hmm. a, there's a respect. And even employment, if you work for somebody, if you go to your boss and say, hey, unless you have an objection, I'm going to blah, 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 blah. You know, going and doing it without asking permission, no good. Sitting around waiting to be told, you're not initiating. 
So this little principle plays into this control game of saying, unless you have an objection, I'm going to fill it in. Yes. Get the idea? I love that advice. I remember you gave me that advice a while ago when I was dealing with something kind of business related and I'm applying it to all areas of life. It's so true. And especially like with spouses, like I said, my husband, it's a great way to make him still feel, you know, he's respected his opinion, that, but I'm not overwhelming him with details and these little micromanaging decisions. It's just perfect. Yeah, <laughs> it's Jody, such a great phase. Yeah, even. Jody with, uh, with uh, like kids, uh, I remember her calling me early on when they were getting old enough to spend the night <clears throat> and she'd call me to want to know what I thought about the kids spending the night with the whoever's and I'm just going you know I'm at the office and I'm fiddling with you know I'm doing counseling stuff with people or you know wrestling with suicide or something like that I'm sitting there going I don't have bandwidth for yes. making a decision about the kids spending the night with somebody five houses down and so it's like honey this is kind of your area if you trust people and that's you know became the hey unless you have an objection i'm going to let them spend the night and i might go oh i'd promise all the kids we were going to go do something you know did right. they not mention it to you and you know they can sort it yeah, out you but, have the veto power at the end yeah of the it day. gives me away well, just includes me in the process but it doesn't have to demand me to think of it do it whatever else so it's it's dealing with that control game in uh in a pretty decent way yeah. yes yeah. well i hope we gave everyone some great you know food for thought when it comes to conflict resolution not just with young children but teens and adults in all areas of life so i hope you found this uh podcast helpful thank you for listening to the homeschooling made easy podcast if you have a question that you would like for us to answer on a future episode please email us at homeschoolingpodcast at gmail.com and if you enjoyed the show please share with a friend who you think would be interested in this content or leave us a review on apple Podcasts. it really helps us out thank you